We need a catchphrase. I have a catchphrase. Okay. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. <laughs> that's that's catchy. No, sorry, but it doesn't mention who we are at all. I mean, it doesn't even mention. No, but you say the name of our podcast first. Say the name of our podcast. But there's like nobody's really other mental. But say the name of our podcast. Dumb comic creators. It's Mental Health Awareness Week. That's just like a news bulletin. It's not a catchphrase. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, but it could be our catchphrase. Bringing awareness to mental health awareness. We could adapt it. Yeah, but then like that's totally changing who we are as a podcast and what we are. I mean, we're dumb. We're two dumb people talking about comics. Now we're all of a sudden like talking about like intellectual things. Yeah. Self-ended. Oh, I couldn't even say that word. You have to be I... a certain reading level to be able to say that word. I think we can disagree on this. Okay, so before we continue, what, so what's my name again? Eric Schwartz. And what's your name? McDouble Double Buster. And what's your actual name? McDouble Double Buster. Okay, Keegan Shiner. What's your real name? McDouble Double Buster. Okay, Keegan Shiner. McDouble Double Buster. <laughs> Mr. Double Buster to you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to nickname you Keegan Shiner then. I'm going to go with that from now on. You could just I call like, me DB today. No, I like my nickname better of Keegan Shiner. I think that's a solid nickname. Fine. Good work. All right. It's what I'm used to. I think we should stick with Keegan Shiner. It's a great nickname. I'm proud of myself. Fine. Okay. Cool. And who are we? Double Buster. Keegan Shiner, who are we? Dumb Comic Creators. It's Mental Health Awareness Week. Week? See, that one, I don't know what it is. It's, it could be a week. It could be a month. Could be a maybe, second. Maybe, could be a second. It's maybe, mental health awareness second. <laughs> oh, the verge too late now. Yep, too late. Yep. Okay. Okay. Let's get to our guest. All right, actually, before we get to our guest, do you know what I'm really enjoying right now, Keegan? My new name, McDougal. No, 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 not that. I'm enjoying, you know, a nice cup of coffee and a nice mug. A cup of coffee and a mug at this hour? At this hour. Oh, where'd that mug come from? It came from manymuggles.com, a sponsor. Around. I love how you had to look at the cup to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that it came from manymuggles.com? I only pull it out for the podcast because it's when I put my podcast space. Oh, it's, it's such high-quality artwork. I don't want to ruin it. So where, where is my mug from? It's from manymuggles.com. But you planned to do an ad break. You like planned this. You planned yeah. it. You were very like, no, we're not and doing the gap. I, I wasn't this. drinking coffee yet because it's late at night. It's from Many Muggles Coffee. If I drink that, this would have been a fantastic, perfectly done ad break where nobody would have cried, Mr. McDougal Key in China. <laughs> Double, it's Mr. Double Buster for you. Okay. okay. Well, you go on the, the manymuggles.com website and you make a face. You make and a face. You can order yourself a shirt or a mug, most likely a mug. The face can look very, very different. Could, you could look like any. You could look like anyone. Could look like somebody you don't know. Could look like somebody you do know. It's got like these nifty slider things and you can add glasses now. It's pretty cool. And then you choose a background color and you say a personalized message, which could be your name, or it could be like something that you and your friend say all the time. Like my name is McDouble Double Buster. 
And then that goes on the bottom of the mug. And you say, make my muggle. And say, get my mug. You can say, get my mug. And, get uh, my mug. and it shows up. Cheers. And you can save these as like images if you want to make a poster or, or whatnot. You could do completely colorless if you want to print one out for your kids to color. Kind of cool stuff. But you could make a coffee mug with this too, which is really neat. And yeah. That's what we use this. And also that'll help you remind you of where to go to make these, mm-hmm. apparently. Because <laughs> Eric forgot what he was talking about. I forgot our own advertisement. We are like the worst. This is the worst. This is the non most non-professional podcast in on Spotify. Okay, honestly, to break the fourth wall, I screwed up so badly, I came, I didn't read the correct comic. I started <laughs> quoting the wrong comic to yeah. our guest today. Right. That's how ill-prepared I was. Who's our guest today? The, this ad break is over. This ad break is over. <laughs> we, I hope our guest hasn't left yet. I wouldn't blame him. But I wouldn't blame Mr. Falky if he did, because we were just that bad. Today we have- well, I'm over here in the background doing Twitch-friendly things, all right? Okay, yeah. cool. We'll take your word for it. We can't really see you, but we'll take your word for it. So Foggy is the creator of Into the Fog, Volume 1, Part 2. And what's your Instagram? It's uh, Into the Fog. Yeah, it's at Into Fog or at Alton Fog if you want to do the uh, mini comics that I do. Oh, you have two. Cool. Yeah, I have a lot of profiles. Ah, okay. Keep all my art separate. That's interesting. Yeah. Into the fog is a band, as it turns out. Out of fog? I know I'm mad about that. I just kind of bumming at you. Wow, out of fog. Hey, I'm following I'm following both of them, I guess. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. So cool. Where are you from? I am from California, Northern California. Cool. Uh, in the same area as Charlie Brown was created, which is one of my favorite comics ever made. Oh, cool. Was that inspiring to you as a child? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt like Charlie Brown growing up. So I was like, hey, that's me right there. Except I have hair. Did Charles Schultz live there? Yep. Yeah. Did you ever meet? Did you ever meet him? No, I wish he was long gone before I was born, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. You were, you yeah, were born old. after 2000, huh? No, when did he die? 2004? 2000. Oh, he died 2000? Yeah. No, yeah, I was born in 2000. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Did it feel old? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, why did you say that? I was going to say me too, and you ruined it. You I'm ruined sorry. It. Okay, well, maybe Keegan Shack is 35 years old, but maybe Mr. Krabby Pants, whatever your name is, is 22. <laughs> the, McDougal Double Buster is... How did you remember that? That's amazing. <laughs> what? What? How did my, you remember that? How did I remember my name? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Right. Since you're, yeah, I go by yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Right. My bad. My bad. Cool. Who's your favorite peanut? <laughs> Snoopy. Snoopy, okay. Absolutely. I love yeah. Snoopy. He's a little bastard. Oh, maybe I can't say that on Twitch. He's You're a little, good. You're funny. Oh, cool. Cool, yeah. 
Well, uh, da, 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 yeah, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> we don't know. The rule, we don't swear until our guest swears, but once our guest swears, we consider the floodgates open and those bastards are coming right out. Because the whole there thing is getting an explicit rating anyway. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. He's, he's mischievous and he just reminds me of my dog and I, he's great. He's a great dog. Does he, he sleep? Does he sleep above the doghouse too? Or your dog? I don't, okay. I, I don't have a doghouse for my dog. He, my dog just lays on my bed with me. Nice. Does he a pre? Does he disturb you when you're writing, working on your comics, or is he like the pay attention to me, or is he like actually patient and good for you? No, he's out on his own adventures, like Snoopy. He's like flying around and stuff, and he's doing all sorts of crap when I'm making my comics. He's he's a cool dog, you know. Nice, very much like Snoopy. No, he's he's a he needs attention constantly. I'm always taking him to the park, throwing his ball, everything. The one thing that distracts him is food. That's it. Otherwise, he always wants attention. But I, I love him like that. He's a, he's a good dog. What's your dog's name? And Slinky. Slinky. Nice. Nice. You know what you can't... Now, that's his question now. How is, how is he going up and down stairs? <laughs> he slinks. He slinks. His body's got this, like, wavelength, like a shock wave from, from his butt to his head. And it's it's perfect. That's awesome. So, uh, let's go to the comic into the fog, but how did this comic come about? What was the origin? Well, I had made originally, I made the robot character long ago for this other comic that I just made exclusively. Sorry, I need to drink some more. Okay. The robot character is named Kreb. Kreb. Yeah. Yeah. I made, I made him for another comic that was exclusively like just one book that okay. I would make for my friends all to share, to read. And this was, although I made like 25 of them and they're each a hundred pages. And I just, <laughs> I, I, that's how I started to learn how to draw actual oh, cool. human characters because before that I was always making stick figure comics. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. Yeah. Eighth grade up until I think 10th grade is when I stopped making those and I started, I wanted to transition to something different, but nothing spoke to me for years. And I kind of gave up for a minute. And I, I, I had all these little characters that I drew from over the years. And I had all these different notebooks I saved up and I looked at them. And one thing that really inspires me is there's this uh, Chinese knockoff of Adventure Time. It's called Lucky Pie. And the characters look mental. They just like, I can't, I can't wrap my head around the way they look. They're really, really weird. It's a comic. It's a whole, it's a full blown. They got like three or four episodes on YouTube. The oh, legend cool. of lucky pie. On yeah. And the character designs are so weird. You're like, what is that supposed to be? What? And to me, and one of them's obviously a rip off of Gumby and like it's pokey from Gumby and pokey, but. The other one, he's supposed to be an owl, but he looks kind of like a fork <laughs> and it's just kind of weird. His mouth is like part of his, like this flap. And I loved that. I thought it was so cool. All the characters in that looked so much more interesting to me than like normal Western co or cartoons. Right. And so going into making, like I, I merged all my character designs from over the time, thought of like animals I liked and stuff. And I was like, how can I just 
ruin these and make them look like Chinese knockoff characters. (laughs) And so all of them have these weird kind of, like, Alakis is supposed to be an exotic, but he just looks kind of like this mush of bubblegum. He's supposed to be a what? I don't know how to say it. Is it Zodl, I think? Exotl? Uh, yeah, it's, it's the the pink thing with the it's like the underwater thing, you know. A, how do you spell it? It's a fish. It's like a salamander. It's like a salamander thing. Axel, Axel. Oh, okay. I don't know what the hell you're supposed to say that. <clears throat> At, oh, okay. A X O L O T L. Yeah. Okay. So you're supposed to be one of those those guys right there. Exodal. Exodal? Exodal? I don't know. Let's see if there's like a speech to... Yeah, I want to know. Because people, yeah. people tell me I'm right sometimes. People tell me I'm wrong sometimes. I'm not sure what, it, what it's supposed to be at this point. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Axolotl. Axolotl. Oh, that's cute. Axolotl. That's cute. It says A-K-S-U-H-L-A-A-T-L. So it's got a... It's closer to Alicus's name, too, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Works. It works. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. We learned something. Did you have to together (laughs) to get your Chinese mic off? Did you ever at one point, this looks too pretty? This looks too, like, well done. I have to redo it worse. (laughs) <laughs> no, sometimes, usually I feel like it looks pretty bad, but it's, it's like, it's just, sometimes I have like, just hard, it's hard to control my hands sometimes when I'm drawing. And it's just like, I, especially cause I just draw so often. So it's like my hand needs some rest at one point, but it never really gets it. And so sometimes I'm just drawing. I'm like, man, this just does not look good at all. And I redo some things because of that, but I, I mean, there, there was at a time where I did make them look a little bit too pretty. And I was like, this doesn't really look like how it should. This kind of defeats the purpose of the aesthetic that I'm going for, which is like Nicktoons, but kind of Chinese knockoff Nicktoons in a way. And yeah, it has a very Rocco's modern room. Yeah. Like aesthetic kind of. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. yeah. Eric, did you ever watch that? Which one was that again? Rocco's Modern Life. I don't think so. You watched weird shows. I remember I you. Have, I, didn't I remember. Have, <laughs> I didn't have cable until I was in college, so yeah. It was Nickelodeon. That was cable. That was cable? <laughs> I... Wait, Wait, for our younger listeners, could you explain what cable is? Okay, so <laughs> for so for our younger listeners, there used to only be realistically five to six channels you could choose. There was CBS, and they weren't in color. They were in color. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not some old timey villain with a model going. You look like an old timey. I was joking. You can still get cable today. So let's yes, let's too. move on. Let's move on. Okay. So how do you draw these? Is it digital? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So I started off on this Windows computer thing that you can, it's like you can draw on it. I don't remember what it's called. It was one of those points that you can like flip and stuff. The Surface 
Maybe, yeah, it was yeah. a Surface, but it, it looked like a MacBook. It was it was kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I really I I miss it, but it was kind of non-functional. Yeah. Okay. And so I started off on that, and eventually, the thing just stopped working. And that day, I was very committed to doing daily comics, and I freaked out because I was like, "Oh no, I need to do a daily comic, and I don't have a computer to do a daily comic." Uh, I went down to the T-Mobile store and I was like, can I just get a new plan and get a cheap iPad and use that as like my phone? Like, yeah, you can get that. And all you have to pay is like $200 up front. I was like, shit. Okay. Well, I have $200, not necessarily to spare, but I have it. (laughs) And so I bought that. I begged my girlfriend at the time for a hundred dollars to buy an Apple pencil. I told her I'd pay her back, which I did eventually pay her back. It took me a minute, but I did. <laughs> and then uh, and so I, I just went home that day. I, I rushed out a comic. I made one, and I, I felt really good about myself. But looking back on that today, I'm like, I cannot believe I was that, like, set <laughs> on making a comic happen that day that I ran out and I bought something. Yeah. I'd be, like, I'd be like, forget it. I'll make one in, like, two weeks or something. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't do daily comics anymore? No. Actually, this this coming week is going to be the final episode for the, my mini comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm moving on after that. To a new comic or to a new mini comic? Just doing, I'm going to be doing music. I'm, I'm working with this uh, rap artist here, and then I'm also working with a jazz band. And I'm going to work on an album with them. After that, I'm I'm doing, you know, I'm going to be doing some college stuff and working on animations and pitching and all that kind of stuff. But I needed to take some time. I realized I needed to take some time to not do just comics because they take up a lot of that creative time that I can be, be doing something that really could impact my career. Whereas right now it's like, it's more of a labor of love. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Wait, a jazz band and a rap artist? Are you a producer? No, I'm just a musician. Oh, okay. What instruments do you play, out of curiosity? I play guitar. I play drums very poorly. I can play ukulele barely all right. I play a little bit of keyboard. I've done things where it's like, I just like to be a little bit experimental, which is which sounds terrible and it sounds <laughs> terrible. Oh, it does. But I really like to experiment because, you know, music is art. Yeah. I, every, every type of art thing that exists, I just like to experiment with it and see where it goes. So I used to like blow on bottles and stuff to make some noises. And like I had a harmonica at one point and it's just like just figuring out what I can use to make something that I'm like, I want to listen to something interesting. That's still a song. I, I don't want it to like sound like jungle noises or anything like that, but yeah, still a song. And I still want to be cohesive, but at this point it's more so kind of graduating from making something super experimental and not very listenable to something higher produced. And I want it to be catchy and kind of pop like while still sticking to experimental and I really, really, really admire jazz a lot. And so to me, it's bringing in a bit of that influence as well as rap. But I'm not going to be rapping. That's not going to be me. Maybe just a small, small, small amount here and there. But I'm definitely using <laughs> this guy that I that I, I sell Twitch-friendly things to. 
<clears throat> and legally here in Portland, legally, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> oh, I, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's my job. It's my actual legal job here. Okay. And <laughs> so him and I were talking for a bit and I just, I admire his work, you know? So I'm, I'm out here just, I, I just want to work with him personally and some of his whole rap group and. So him and I are going to work with some stuff and I think I'm just going to feature on maybe one or two songs, but I, it's only going to be maybe five songs long. I'm not trying to do a full blown album, just EP. Nice. Yeah. So um, is, does your writing style kind of like, is kind of like jazz and that like, you don't necessarily know where you're going, but you're going, but you're definitely there along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. I. I kind of realized that like why I love jazz so much is, I mean, like I, I go to this, I'm not going to name the jazz venue here, but I go to this one jazz venue over here quite often. And the it's, it's one of the things that like genuinely it at any mood I'm at, I could be at rock bottom and I come out feeling so good. Cause you see these group of people playing this music, they're all playing off each other and they all admire each other's work. And it's just so beautiful. And it's just, it's a great environment. You see all the people sitting there having drinks and eating and, and they're all smiling. They're all like dancing to it and stuff. It's just a good environment, you know, and, and the music's awesome. And there's a little bit of like, you know, it's on the spot kind of stuff. There's a, there's some things that are not scripted, you know, it's just improvised here and there. And for me, that also kind of works with my writing style. I don't, not to say j jazz people know what they're doing. I don't necessarily know what I'm doing, but whenever I make something, I record it, I listen to it back and I play along with it and I just kind of experiment with it. And I very much like that flow. And so I, yeah, just trying to marry the two for an EP would be really nice. Yeah. Somewhere. How do you storyboard, do you storyboard your comics or is it kind of free flow? Oh, it's all free flow. I. I used to draw in specifically notebooks because I really did not like digital feeling of art. It's still a little bit weird to feel, but it allows me to make mistakes, which I appreciate. And I'd always just draw in pen on them. I'd never use pencil. And so going into that, I, I've always been stubborn. I'm not trying to pull back more so that my art comes out better because people always tell you to make a first rough draft and everything. For me, it's like, no, I just want to go straight at it. Uh -huh. If there's a mistake, luckily it's, you know, the ink version on digital, you can erase anything. So right, exactly. it, I, I fix that or I can undo it. So I use digital now. It just allows me to do all that on top of creating textures and using all sorts of paints that I couldn't before normally, you know? Right, right. They've gone pretty smart with like Procreate and stuff. Yeah. So you use Procreate. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And for my cartoons that I post out there, which has sucked to use Procreate. <laughs> it's so tedious. It's a lot of copy and paste because you can't make layers for your animation. Oh, wow. And, and so it's a lot of just making one single stretch of animation as a layer, quote unquote, <laughs> layer. That you have to go back and do another one that would be a layer that would kind of interact with it, but you're not exactly sure if it'll line up or not. Then you have to do that for another time and then stack them all together make sure they're all in order and then literally just i have to hit merge and just merge them together as one single image and it just it's terrible it's so bad <laughs>
That sounds awesome. I used to animate using Final Cut Pro like seven, the original, yeah. like the original version, not the the new one that makes that easy. And it was like single frames of an image like copied a hundred times over each yeah. other. Yeah. Yep. In like 20 layers in Final Cut. And it oh, would like man. crash constantly. And yeah. Dude, and, I, uh, I, they hate those layers. <laughs> yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah, I found that out later. Nobody told me that. <laughs> I could, yeah, if, it, if I'd have just known, yeah. Because I didn't know that there were good animation programs. I was just starting out right. video editing. It's, it's mostly also whatever you can afford, whatever is available right then and there, you know, just right. make it from scraps. And... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I feel your pain. I feel your pain of like doing something in a program that's not built for it, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, 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 oh. yeah. it's cool though. Cause you like figured it out, but there's probably a better, there is a better way. You're at some point, oh, you're yeah. like, there must be a better way. And like, there definitely is a better way. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the blessing of going into a college program now is that I have access to their tools, which is like, yeah. you know, Maya which can support 3D and 2D and all that kind of stuff. And I get that for free instead of having to pay $300 a month or whatever that fee is now. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous, whatever it is, yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't create what I want to, because at this point, I've done 3D models and I've done 2D. I, I, did, I did this whole thing called Grotesque. It was just this trailer I put together. I didn't make anything more because my computer kept crashing. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah. People stop doing stuff. Oh, if I could do yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's the death of creativeness right there. <laughs> your, your thing stops working. And yeah. so I, I, I put that to the side and I was like, how can I make this, but more of this, because this is where I really feel good is making these kind of nightmare, like 3d landscapes that feel kind of like, like early doom games, you know, like that, mm -hmm. that kind of unsettling almost n64 with the bad lighting the there's some neon stuff you can't recreate hey i want to tell you n64 looked very realistic when it came out so i still was, remember playing the original playstation be like these graphics are so real <laughs> that was like, like a giant peak of realism <laughs> yeah the peak of realism was was that era so like when the circles did exist because they were involved too much work there was only squares i remember when my dad played halo in front of me and i couldn't sleep for days because of it i was so scared and it was like those little aliens just walking up and i was like what the hell dude what the hell is this i was i remember i, I the first time i had grounded for over a week was my friend, I let my friends play the original Resident Evil, or it's play the original Resident Evil 2, not the remake. And they didn't all end up having nightmares. And I got in trouble <laughs> and I'm like, why oh, am I getting through this? With that, I was the that made them get scared. I don't want to. You, you're not the boogeyman. You're not just like giving them nightmares. <laughs> yeah, no, I ended up getting in trouble. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I didn't do anything wrong. You shouldn't have been playing that game, Eric. I'm going to side with I, your parents. I, but I never got a nightmare, so it wasn't my fault. But I think it's nightmares. That reminds me of my mom never let me play GTA growing up. That was the one game she always go, no GTA. You can never play that. That's absolutely off limits. 
and one day I asked her, I'm like, hey, mom, what is your favorite game? She's like, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she about how it's violence and like all that stuff. Her favorite game's Mortal Kombat, which is notorious for being violent. But you don't understand. Those people signed up for that. The people in Grand Theft Auto are, are, are innocents. <laughs> But in Mortal Kombat, they're like, yes, we're going to do Mortal Kombat. That's what we're signing up for. So it's okay. <laughs> you got a point. You got a point. I'm stumped. Yeah. Yeah. To defend your mother. I'm just defending all the parents tonight. That's. There you go. Everyone want to hear that's a parent problem. Unless Foggy's got. Exactly. So I get it. I get it. I get what they're doing. Unless there's a Foggy Jr. out there somewhere. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hope not. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, well, that'd be bad. Yeah, Foggy would be would step up to the plate. You take care of Foggy Junior. Yeah, I would. It'd be like it'd be like Big Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be as good of a father as Adam Sandler in that movie. But hey, I'd care. I'm just very free flowing. I'd let him. I'd let him name himself Frankenstein. That's fine with me. What about McDougal Double Buster? Absolutely. If my yes. came up with that, if he's like, hey, can I name myself this? I'd be like, legally? Yeah. I'm like, all right, we can go right now and do that. I don't mind. Nice. Do whatever, you know? I do have a question, though. So, which would allow McDougal Double Buster Jr. <laughs> to lead in, to read into the fog? Or if your ultimate goal is turned into a cartoon, would you allow him to watch it? Yeah. It depends how old. It depends how old. I know that there's, because I, the cartoon, mm. that's a different story. Because I've, I've done tests right now where I, I've, I want to put the whole cartoon on a VHS and put it back on a digital so it feels like a classic 90s Nicktoon. I want it to have that kind of color bleat that you can't get otherwise. And there's some scenes where I've just had like a hyper-realistic image there. And the way that VHS distorts it and makes it messed up is just like, I just, I'm just thinking about somebody watching that late at night when it's mostly a cutesy, normal laid back cartoon. And all of a sudden there's that image there. And for, for an adult, it'd be like, oh, that's weird. For a kid, it might be a little freaky. So I'd say like, maybe like, like at, at seven or eight, I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. Even probably six, but five, five's kind of pushing it. My kids will, or not my kids. My, There's my, a lot of violence in this, I guess, for yeah. for a kid's thing. I'd say like 12 uh, up. Well, have you ever seen Too Many Cooks? Do you remember Too Many Cooks? No. Me? No. I haven't seen that. It was a YouTube, like, it was a video that was shown on Adult Swim at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it's like this trippy thing where like, Eight, like we're like they're making fun of like a like a TV show where they just kept on introducing more and more characters. Oh, I the Brady the bunch, right? Yeah, right? the Brady yeah. bunch stuff. They kept on introducing more and more characters, and then finally, like one character refuses to freeze and starts killing everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven minutes long. I'll check it out. Not right now. I'll check it out later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I'll take eleven minutes out of everybody's time right now to watch it. You know, it's actually really funny, but it's kind of just like making fun of just like that type of thing. Yeah, that's, right. that's awesome. I hope I remember to watch that after this. Hey, you know, Foggy, it's been fun. Let's uh, let's call it. Let's just uh, let's all go watch. I can wait to let you know, Foggy. Foggy, before you go, is there anything you want to plug or talk? Wait, about? wait, Eric, I was joking. I was just joking. 
Yeah, we're only halfway through. I know, I've known. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak your young lingo, Mr. McDougal, buddy. Fuck for your pants, whatever your name is. So the comic is in black and white. Do you yeah. do you, do you do color? Did you do the color for the the cover? Yeah. Well, if you if you notice something kind of weird, the first eleven or so pages look more. They have more black and white kind of grayness to them than the rest. They were in color originally. Yeah. I, and it took me a while to do them in color. And I looked to see how much it'd be to print them in color. And it was. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so I was like, all right, well, I'll color grade them. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. And that was my solution of that. That's interesting. I noticed that those were different and I yeah. didn't, I didn't understand, but. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. For me, it was like, okay, this is all right to me because I, I grew up reading Scott Pilgrim and they'd have those like more detailed pages in the beginning. Of them. I was like, all right, well, if that, that's the case there, I feel like I can, at least that's something that people are used to. It's not going to be entirely jarring. I'll try to ease into it a little bit, but it tried to trying to make the entire comic looking like that. I didn't even really like the way it looked that much. <laughs> Trying to make it all look like that would look kind of weird, but I also, I thought it was like a good way to open up the comic, very much like a movie kind of vibe. Yeah. Speaking of movies, the, the background of the page is black. Is that sort of to make it more cinematic? I just, it's like when when i look at panels sometimes my eyes get so confused by all the white that's in between them ah okay and to look and i also don't really look like looking at all that white on my screen and so i i i like to blacken out all the lines in my comics and kind of i i also feel like it gives them each their own individual room to kind of breathe okay yeah yeah it makes sense and all that. i was just wondering same thing with the, so like, you're definitely going for, this was drawn in a notebook type of aesthetic, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of my biggest inspirations is, and you can tell if you've ever seen the show and people who have seen the show have told me they can absolutely tell one of my biggest inspirations is the guy who, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's, I think it's Jonin, Jonin, Jonin Vasquez, I think his name is, and he's the creator of Invader Zim. And I love, love, love Invaders. And I, I, ever since I w was born, I started watching it immediately. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I was raised off that. I love that style. And then looking at his comics and things that he's created, all of his other art, he has these crazy perspectives. They all kind of feel hand drawn. They have more of like a, like kind of a squiggly kind of, they just look real. You know, they look like somebody made that. Right. And I really like that versus like a more computery look. Okay. I don't really like when things look too perfect. Is it weird that, that I think <laughs> like your, your like grandfather influence is probably Matt Groening's bunny book oh, and like yeah. that, that influenced I, in Z Vader Zim and then, and then there yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember stumbling across that. I haven't read the full thing. I read little pages that I could on Google when I was little. Because yeah. there's a whole thing about how Marge was supposed to be a bunny. Right, so right. They, yeah. So that whole rabbit hole there, literally rabbit hole. Right, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you should check those out. They're actually, they're really interesting. They're good reads. Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, we'll look at more of them. The, and and uh, black, black and white, too. I think they're in black and white, too. Actually, growing up, I really liked black and white comics. So that's another reason why it's just kind of easy for me to stick with that, you know, versus color. And another reason is I'm colorblind. So doing color is a little bit difficult. I'm not exactly sure how other people see it. I'm just, I have a wild guess and hopefully it looks good to other people. It looks good to me. So hopefully it looks good to everybody else. It's just easier to stay away from it. Yeah. Too many cooks. I'm trying to remember to watch too many cooks. <laughs> you want me to text you after the show? Like watch too many cooks. There yeah. Let, let's just, yeah. Let's say I, I'm going to put a link in the description of the episode for everyone, just okay. to, but also foggy. How do people come across your comics how do people find your comics i have no idea just people from everywhere <laughs> i mean everywhere just i and there's not very many of them i bet i'm sorry i i guess i i didn't phrase that quite correctly how how could people find your comics oh, how what could... is the best way for someone who is interesting to learn about foggy to read about or to read into the fog to go about finding a way to read into the fog I had no like, idea. Not like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I don't know how. I, I don't know. People just on Instagram following I, you. I told them to go away, but they keep on following me. <laughs> I wish that was the case. I wish that was the case. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, you have a website, right? Yeah. If you want to buy, if you want to buy the graphic novels, go on. Yeah. Go on my website, warpstudios.com. Yeah. W A R B. S T U D I O S dot com. You hey, right off there. Go or yeah, go on if you want to check out my mini comics. Go on at Out of Fog at Sweet Said and all my all of my Instagrams there. They'll have a link to go buy the comic there. So if you if you just want to be the person to not go on the website and traverse through that, just go on my Instagram. There's a link there. Buy it there. What is a string cheese puppet? String cheese puppet. Yeah, that's the disturbing puppet I made for this little short. And I yeah. thought, you know what? I, I don't actually, I, need, I think I need to get rid of that because I destroyed him now. I needed his, his phone for another project. Okay, so nobody <laughs> buys string cheese puppet. Yeah, you know, it sucks. I had 30 people try to buy him that day, but my God, checkouts, my, pay, my PayPal checkout service didn't work. Oh, Thing no. happened with my comic. The first day, a bunch of people tried to buy it. And they told me they can't buy it. And I'm like, God, God damn it. Oh, man. I, I figured it out now. I just don't go with PayPal anymore. I, there's this new service that they use. So I just what do you, that. what do you use? They it's, I don't even remember the name of it. They, they like Squarespace has their own like integrated platform oh. now where people can even use like Apple pay, which is awesome. Oh, okay. So your site's on Squarespace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on Squarespace, it's it's mm -hmm. nice, it's fluid. I'm able to like make the transactions really easily. I think they use Square. I think it's just Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's a separate company, but I think I think that's what it is. If anyone really cared, I just that's that's cool. Yeah, it makes it easy. Yeah, and they have good, I think they have good pictures on 
Squarespace. Like you can get high quality images. Yeah, you can. They it's easy to I'm not sponsored by them, so right. No, we pay lots of money to them, but <laughs> just yeah. I'm just saying, like, you can do a quality easy it's easy to design them on there too people yeah. spend so much time and money on what's it called wordpress They're just what a waste of time and money <laughs> what i will talk about that i'm not sponsored by but i don't mind is lego oh my god i've been loving my lego lately you have I one don't... one lego no no i have multiple sets oh okay lego sets I have, yeah, and I, I just have like, I, I, I really like to look at really nice buildings, and here in Portland, there's not very many. If people are confused right now, I'm living in Portland for a short period. I'm from California, going back. Are you talking about Lego buildings or buildings in general? <laughs> I like what you described that. It's like, not very good Lego, not very good buildings. Like, like this the Legos that's strong in Portland. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> So the buildings in Portland do not look very pretty. And so looking around, it's just not the prettiest. And I like to look at very pretty buildings. However, Lego has some very pretty buildings you can build. And I set up lighting rigs in them. And I just built some build. I take some time. It's like very zen for me. I just take a minute to, not a minute, take very many hours to build some buildings and put some lighting in them and just i look at them and i just kind of keep a peaceful mind i don't know it's it's very relaxing to see for me that's cool yeah i i don't do that <laughs> yeah eric do you do that i do not what do you do to relax eric i listen to our podcasts no you don't I didn't remember to our podcast. You listened to it once and all you did was complain about how, how it was. <laughs> the reason I don't do that. I watch, I watch, <laughs> I watch animes. It was very good like, feedback and it, it made it better. So and I watch, you should. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't like, I can't watch myself perform. I can't watch like myself do. I watch animes where there's absolutely no character growth and there's like no like negative things. So one of my favorite animes is called Wise Man, Wise Man's Grandchild. And beginning, the character starts off as the most powerful character in the entire universe. And he ends as the most powerful character in the entire universe, but with a girlfriend. So there was some character growth there. Yeah. He asked the girl out. But realistically, there's no character growth. But it's just kind of dumb, like, kind of just fun, stupid things. It's like a not serious, like, show. That's why I watch, like, stuff like that. No. I watch shows like where there's like no stakes whatsoever. Nice. Like Midnight Diner is also one of my favorite shows because it's a show where there's no stakes whatsoever. Never check out anything I ever make if you're trying to relax. <laughs> maybe, maybe, okay, so there's, there's, uh, there's a few things. There's, there's some concepts out there for some idea for some episodes that would be relaxing, but yeah, just putting that out there. Anybody who wants to relax, don't. Don't. Why? Why is that? Why don't you make relaxing things? Because I really, really value storytelling within the character growth and stuff, which is like, I like relaxing things too. And I like to watch things where people like, just, like, like SpongeBob, you know, he's just there and he's happy. And like, I like that kind of stuff. I like to relax to that. But for me as a creator 
And I also, I, I, I push myself to watch things where they have a lot of character growth. And every time I do, I'm just wowed by it. And I'm like changed by some of that stuff. I've been changed by a lot of media just by being like, wow, they really went there. They did that kind of stuff. And for me as a creator, I'm so inspired by that. And I'm sure a lot of other people are out there as well. And I, I like to see that stuff. And I don't really like, I like happy endings, but I like endings that aren't necessarily going to be like, oh, I, I expected that. Yeah. I kind of like to stick with harsh realities with bittersweet endings and finding, finding the happiness within the small things, you know? Yeah, totally. Foggy, did you explain, you explained your website. Your uh, yeah. Instagram is out of fog. Into, yeah. into fog. Into fog. Plus out of fog. And then also out of fog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Into, into fog and out of fog. Yep. I had a match. I had a match it. There had to be a, a, a yin yang there. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, yeah. Fog. There has to be an out of fog, you know? Yeah. I didn't want anybody else to be the out of fog. I, I had a, had a palace. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, Into the Fog is taken by a band that I have been. Yep. Into it's Fog, right. out of fog. It's all right. I, I've made my, I made my peace with that. And no, I have Into Fog. <laughs> and that band has a out of the fog or in, Into the Fog. If, if anybody wants to check out that band, Into the Fog, I think it might be metal. Were they good? That, you know, are they any good? I don't know. Oh, you, you, <laughs> I've, I've never listened to them, but hey, if we're going to talk about them, they make music, they're out there, they're creating, so might as well. Hey guys, go check them out too, unless they're problematic, which I wouldn't know, but if they are, don't, maybe. <laughs> Into the Fog is also like a photographer in, in California. I love that we're talking about everything except for about the comics and the author right now. I'm going to have to brawl them in California. There can only be one. Yeah. Yeah. It says SFCA. Are you sure this isn't you? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a photographer. Well, I like to take pictures, but I'm not a photographer. <laughs> have you taken an overcast picture of palm trees before? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That sounds sick. I want to be there right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should check this person out into the fog. I should just follow every end of the fog account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's only 19 posts though. So maybe this a is brotherhood. Old. Oh yeah. This is really old. Whoever did this. Oh. No, a fallen soldier. 371 weeks ago. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's a lot of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that I'll need a battle. So his name's Foggy. He made a comic called Into the Fog. Get it on his website, warbstudios.com. Hey, Foggy, in a perfect world, what, what, should I, what would the ultimate goal to happen to Into the Fog? Would it continue as a comic, then turn to a cartoon? Would you make a very weird live action? And if so, who would voice act and who would act it? <laughs> I've had suggestions that make it live action, and I will never do that, but I want to make live action stuff in the future, just not Into the Fog. I, in a perfect world, it would not come back as a comic necessarily. Maybe, maybe in a, maybe in like 10 years or something, but I'm, I'm done with making the comics for a while here. Perfect world. It's a, it's a, it's a cartoon series that 
people enjoy, it maybe inspires them and changes their life a little bit the same way that a lot of media does for me on the daily. Yes. And hopefully one day I see the things that I can inspire and they'll inspire me back and it'll just be this whole loophole thing. That would be awesome. So people can pre-order now. When does it come out? Oh, it's out. It's out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I mostly post on my story about it being out. I don't think I made a post about it being out yet. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's out right now. So go get it. It's ten dollars. Yeah. yeah, ten dollars plus five dollars for shipping. Okay, don't be stupid, everybody. You're getting a deal on that shipping, by the way. I'm, I'm taking a cut. That hurts. Ooh, post. Ooh, ooh. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still taking money from, from it, just not from the shipping. The shipping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. No, thank you for having me. It was really fun talking to you guys. And yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you, if you get, if you, you know, your next comic coming out. Sounds good. Yeah. Hope you can come back. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks again. It was really fun talking and yeah, I'll keep you updated. All right. Sounds good. Take it easy. All right. Oh, bye. Yeah. Thank you, Foggy, for coming on. Thank you, Foggy. It was fantastic. There's no break between like when he says goodbye and when we just say thank you. There's like no, there's like no space. Did we like, should we do like do the rehash of like the, should we do another ad break? Yeah, we'll do the same ad break this time. Yeah. For who? Don't look for who? What is the website? What is the website name? Medimuggles.com. You cheated. You used your <laughs> webcam to cheat. <laughs> you said I couldn't turn it. You never said I can't cheat. Oh my God. That's pathetic. <laughs> Medimuggles.com. Well, we think Medimuggles are going to be our last sponsor for this show ever. Now they're going to be pissed at us. But Who? The sponsors? Many, yeah. Potential sponsors? Potential sponsors. Because they're going to be like, what's the name of your sponsor? Tide. It's Tide. I wish I would have remembered that. Tide pods, they're delicious. No, wait, they're not delicious. <laughs> don't eat those. I wish uh, not. Don't eat mugs either. Don't eat any muggle mugs. Eric, could you not drink out of an ice cup while we're recording? Has this episode been chaotic enough for everyone? We're we're still trying to do episodes. If you know anybody making comics, send them our way. We want to talk to them. We'd love uh, to talk to you. We're professionals. We're, we're dumb comic creators. I'm McDouble, Double Buster. This hey, is hey, hey, Eric Schreiner. Keegan Schreiner. Keegan Schreiner. It's been fun. McDouble, Thanks. Double Buster. Bye. Keegan Schreiner, bye. Keegan Schreiner. Keegan Schreiner.